today's episode, we're going to be talking about what is a seer? What does that mean? And also the healing of our eyes. And it's going to be leading up to um, us in another episode talking about the reason why our sight in the spiritual realm is so beneficial and how it helps the body of Christ and, and how it sustains us in certain areas against the enemy. And we talk a little bit about that today in the process of praying for healing. I pray that today's episode is a blessing and brings clarity and understanding to how you see a seer or the anointing of a seer. So I pray that it's a blessing and we're going to continue to to search these things out and talk about um, these things because the Lord wants to bring restoration not just to the eyes of is us you know to us as individuals but as a body of Christ and so that we would see more clearly in prophetic times he also wants to restore our our ears that we may hear what he's saying during these prophetic times and so let's get started seers. I once believed that seers were the most misunderstood operatives of the body of Christ. This is what Jennifer LeClaire is saying. Many pastors still don't appreciate their contribution to the local church and pray that it is regulated, relegated back to the house. Many believers have labeled intercessors as weird, odd, strange, or out there Although I've seen a great appreciation for this office in many recent years, intercessors, those who carry these prayer burdens, enter into deep travail and tend to isolate themselves for hours on end to stand in the gap, are still widely misunderstood. I love the fact that she teaches about this. She's she's written many books about seers and that anointing and how it operates. And I think she's a great teacher when it comes to this because of the fact that she's a, she has this ability to, to see as well, uh, dreams and visions and things. And she also hears from the Lord as well. So she's, she wrote a book also called The Heart of the Prophetic. And it kind of teaches the history about, about that, um, prophets being beaten, imprisoned, and sawed in half, um, like Isaiah. Prophets have been misunderstood, and many denominations in the body of Christ are still widely rejecting them, despite the work of the spiritual father. Um, There are many teachers that have, in the 1980s, rose up to um, try to bring restoration in this office, of prophetic and seers throughout church history seers have been in times revered for their gift 
but they'd been persecuted. Despite the reality of the seers in the Bible, the body of Christ has been more accepting of dreams as common to man, but less more accepting seeing in the spirit realm through visions, trances, and heavenly encounters. It kind of makes you think, doesn't it? In fact, many who operate in these realms have been labeled heretics. Of course, seers have existed since creation. I mean, we, we've already talked about in another episode about how Adam and Eve were the first seers. They saw in the spirit. And God created us in his image. It talks about that in Genesis 1.27. He, he's the ultimate seer. He sees the seen and the unseen. And we're made in his image. And that's the natural order that he would have, is that, that we would begin to participate in relationship with him uh, in all areas of our life. Not just hearing the word of the Lord, not just hearing... Um, well, the written, but hearing the spoken word of God and not just seeing things manifesting in the physical, but seeing in the spiritual eyes to see what God is doing. So we have to consider all this. Although God um, speaks a lot about the prophets in the book of the Bible, you know, the, the Holy Spirit penned a lot of examples in scripture about prophets but it's less talked about uh, seers but when you when you really dig in and learn about these things we start to understand that that there were seers that were um, in the Levite tribe the Asaph seers they were prophetic prophets that saw and they wrote music and, um, you know, I think it was Nathan that was also a seer. Samuel was a seer. And so this is a, a very big part of the prophetic stream, um, but yet not necessarily just the ear, but the eye. So to put it another way, we have largely neglected the seer realms in the church. And we have... Um, Partially because of rejection of the operation of this gift out of ignorance because we don't we don't know and we haven't um, dug in to get the details of how God wants to use not just our ears but our eyes. Now that Jesus is emphasizing the seer realm of the prophetic, think about think about uh, Stephen when he was stoned to death and how he had a vision of Christ right before he died and so we have to we have to see that we have to see that God wants to comfort us even in our darkest hour he wants to give us strategy and understanding and clarity and this seer gift just like a prophetic gift of hearing the word of God it opens up our understanding our knowledge and wisdom that we would receive a right now word or see a right now thing from the Lord. So what exactly is a seer? So this is something that we should probably investigate. We should probably investigate what this is. So let's let's look back a minute. What is a seer? When we look it up in the dictionary, it's one that sees, 
one that predicts events or developments, a person credited for extraordinary moral spiritual insight. So we have to be careful though. There's always a bad side to this, right? We don't want to be tapping into the demonic. We don't want to be latching on the false doctrines. We don't want to be led astray. Okay? We want God to to lead and guide our eyes to see. And so in short, seers are prophetic in nature. God wants to use them to bring a revelation forth. And so he wants to he wants us to peer through the veil of the spirit realm but it's as he allows we have to understand that we don't want to go tapping in to some unclean thing God allows it not all uh, seers are prophets and not all prophets are seers sometimes God just gives the gift to see and to hear so that it helps us to walk in our calling like for instance what if you're a prayer warrior and you want to be able to hear from the Lord and that the Lord would show you um, the body part that needs to be touched and prayed over. Or maybe the person is has had an injury, a car accident, and they didn't disclose it. And so he's going to show you that in a vision. So we have to be open to the fact that when you hear the word seer, that doesn't necessarily mean it's an office of a seer it just may be an anointing that God places in your life and I I know um, several people that I talked to about this before and they were like whoa whoa back up wait a minute this is a lot you know I'm not going to call myself a seer that's not what this is about this is about um, having that seer anointing that the Lord would use you when he needs you. He may need for you to give a person a word, but he wants to show you, opposed to speaking it, okay? Sometimes he does both. So these are two streams from the same Holy Ghost. The one stream going into the ear, right? One stream going into the eye. And prophets... Um, you know, that opens, that opens up a whole new movement and a whole another realm, which we'll talk about that in another season. But um, right now we're, we're focusing on the seer part. The prophet is to prophesy, to speak, to give a message, to show the heart of the Lord, to restore a covenant, uh, to encourage obedience for future events that are coming. A seer in a way is being used the same way but instead of it being a word it's an image so it'll come through a vision where you see a scenery playing out and before you or you could see it as an image of an item or a place or like a still scene and sometimes it's while you're sleeping so God wants to bless us with an understanding. He wants to flow through our eyes to to help us to see. And so prophets and seers, or people who have prophetic abilities and seer anointings, and, you know, not necessarily being in an office, right, over a church or anything, but it may be that he's just using you in your calling. These two streams are a prophetic anointing. 
And so Jennifer LeClaire, who um, teaches about this, has both. And so that's why I love uh, getting instruction from her and her books, because she operates in both of these streams. Even within the realm of prophetic and seer abilities, there are different distinctions and types of these prophetic flows. Seers consistently have dreams, visions, they may even see angels or even demons. And they see words written over people's heads, they see things in the sky, they see lights and colors, they may even see Jesus or heaven or hell. A seer perceives with spiritual eyes, and that may not be um, something that you're accustomed to as God is developing that gift in you. The eyes of the Holy Spirit are different than our physical eyes. Indeed, seers perceive, they detect, they experience, they visualize, they recognize, they become aware. They encounter things, they examine things, they watch, they explore, they measure things, they encounter a lot, they discern, they look, they investigate, they inquire, they receive, they, they get equipped. I mean, there's a lot of things that go along with this particular gift. Biblically speaking, there are several Hebrew words that we see um, well, for C, S-E-E, that we need to understand. So for one, the word seer is ra in Hebrew. That's R-A apostrophe A-H, which means to see, to look, to view, to realize, to know, to consider, to be selected, and to become visible, appear, to show oneself, to be seen, to cause to see, to show, to be shown. To, to meet with so we can see that God is teaching us and showing us that this is about visual perception the Hebrew word R-O apostrophe E-H means a seer or a vision it's a very close to um, the other word that we just talked about so these are the Hebrew words um, that are the, are the main part of understanding a seer and what that means. A seer is one who receives a communication from God, but instead of it being a audible one, it is a visual one. And so we want to come into an agreement with what God is showing us, but also to discern when the enemy is in the midst, because we don't want to latch on to uh, the enemy plans. So Cheza, C-H-A-Z-A-H, means to see, to look, to gaze, to observe, by extension, to choose, to have visions, and to prophesy. So seers have been around since the beginning. Adam could see in spirit. The enemy worked really hard to take this gift from the body of Christ and hide it. The spirit of Delilah wants to work to blind the eyes of the seers. Think about Samson and how there was a hook, there was a, a lust, and there was a snare, this temptation. 
And the spirit of religion wants to keep seers in a dark cave of rejection. But God, he, he's emphasizing this gift. He wanted to use Samson. And it, and it took the Samson being blinded to finally realize that it, he had to focus on God first. The same thing happened to Paul. As, well, his name was Saul. He got blinded as well by the glory of the Lord. And so he couldn't see spiritually that he was persecuting God's people. And he was blinded by rage and murder. And the Lord had to encounter him. And he saw uh, with his eyes, his physical eyes, so that his spiritual eyes could be opened. So this is something that God emphasizes throughout the word. Ezekiel is seeing visions of heaven opening and the throne with God's glory and his, the train of his garment. I mean, this is an invitation that God wants to bless his people. And so we shouldn't be afraid of this seer gift. We should embrace what the Lord wants to do. So we've already um, established that that God in episode one that God wants to bring an upgrade. He wants he's calling the seers. He's he wants to restore it. He wants our eyes to be wide open. So he wants to bring healing to the eyes of the body of Christ across the world. And so that is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. We'll see you back here soon. healing of the seer eyes and the body of Christ just because spiritual eyes have been restored to the body doesn't mean that those eyes are completely healthy I mean think about the fact that we're not always seeing angelic or what God is doing let's let's be realistic here some of the things that we're going to see as a seer with an anointing may be things that the enemy is doing and we have to differentiate these things and discern discernment is such a vital thing in this anointing and that's why it's good to develop it with people who operate in this anointing so that they can help you and guide you but of course Holy Spirit is actively healing our eyes directing us, keeping us we have to think about this We have to think about how we don't want to latch on to any type of seer, sage, mystic type mentality. This is not something that we want to latch on to. That's a false, false doctrine, a false religion. We want to see the seer 
abilities through the eyes of the Lord, through his word, and how that operation happens. The enemy is afraid of the church to be able to see because the seeing eye discerns, exposes, and rallies the armies of God to defeat his plans on earth. So we have to understand that that we have to be on alert all the time about where God is leading us in this ability to see. As God begins to emphasize the eyes of the body and to heal those places, we can expect the attack against us as seers or seeing people, if you want to call it that, like seeing people instead of seer. He doesn't want us to continue that. The enemy doesn't want us to continue that. He doesn't want things to escalate, which means he doesn't want us to walk in our calling to be able to see. We can expect God to heal our eyes because this is what the plan of salvation is about. It's about restoration of all things, whether that be our ears, our eyes. We've suffered through rejection, persecution, misunderstandings. We have had seasons of of hopelessness. We've had seasons of dryness. God is, is working in our life to restore things. And especially restoring the wounds of a seer. And so this is a call to prayer is that the body of Christ as a whole, each one believing that they can have, they can be bold seers. They can be courageous seers to see. And we have to pray for their healing on their eyes as well. God wants to flood us with that light of his love and give us the things that we need to see so that we have greater understanding. I mean, think about it. We understand this on a physical level when you go somewhere, how important your ability to hear is and your ability to see. And at times, both those senses, along with the, um, the sense of smell, that discernment, it helps us figure things out. And so that's what the Lord wants for our senses. He wants us to hear more sharply. He wants us to see more clearly. And he wants the sense of our nose, our discernment to be more accurate. So he wants to heal us. He wants to develop this in us. He wants us to recognize the lying enemy. He wants our spiritual eyes to see the enemy in the garden, right? We, we, we can see uh, that that garden as a place of dwelling, um, us and God, and that how the enemy is not supposed to come in between us and God. And that's what the enemy did in the garden. He told her a lie. She believed it. And the way she saw things changed. And so we have to be aware that the enemy is always trying to change the way that we see things physically and spiritually. The serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. And her eyes were opened. Remember, she ate the fruit and her eyes were opened and she did surely die. 
and her spiritual condition changed. So we have to understand that that we don't want to be looking for any type of mystic, sage, black, white magic, witchcraft. That's not what God is calling us to do. The Lord is calling us to see what He's doing, what God's doing. That both of our eyes would be set on Him, physically and spiritually. So as we do that physically, we're setting our life on God first. It's a focus. It is a commitment. Spiritually speaking, our eyes will help us to walk better. So we see what God is doing. Remember, we believe by faith and not by sight. The reality is that Adam and Eve, their, their eyes were already open to the spiritual dimensions, but that was to the good things. The enemy wanted their eyes to be open to evil because they took from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And so their eyes were open to evil. So we can read throughout the Bible and we see that history, the Christian history, we saw that that certain individuals had extraordinary spiritual insight and faced the enemy attack after man's original sin. Adam's sin opened the door for the spiritual attack on all mankind, blinding them to the glorious light of the gospel. The temptation seems to be a common theme to the spiritual eye injury. The Philistines gouged out Samson's eyes after Delilah tempted and nagged him to expose the secret of his great strength. We read about that in Judges 16.21. This Delilah spirit wants to strip people of their ability and authority in the body of Christ. And so we see Delilah trying to work against his ability to see. And that ability to see in spirit was ultimately connected to the might of God. God gave him a strength and a might. Delilah defiles the discernment of the believers. She, the spirit wants to seduce, to snare, to manipulate. There's some type of deception, like a lust. Think about that. The, our eyes are a point of lust. Like we want to, if we are attacked by a lustful thing, our eyes are set on it. So this is very interesting to consider. Warfare skews our vision. The enemy doesn't want us to have good vision. He wants it to be cloudy. He doesn't want us to be seeing in spirit. The enemy's way is that he would see all things and that he would retaliate against us and that we wouldn't see him coming. But the Lord wants to show us clearly that the enemy wants to do that so that we have the upper hand. We have triumph and victory in Christ Jesus. He wants to, he tells us in the word, to be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. We don't want to fall into the snares and the pits and the traps and the schemes of the enemy. So we, we want to see these things. You know, we want the Lord to show us these things so that we can overcome the enemy. Just look around the corner when you're walking down the street. Think about looking around the corner. You can't see what's coming on the other side of that building. 
okay now spiritually speaking god sees he sees what's coming around that building and he he want to he wants to prepare you for what's coming and so that spiritual insight is one of the ways that the lord will forewarn you about certain things i know people who get dreams and visions all the time about when things are going to happen in their life and they're like oh no you know what's going to happen does this mean this is really going to physically play out or is this just a spiritual thing but they're grateful i can't count how many times i've heard people praising god and thanking him for warning them like of what was going to happen and what's so amazing is that god gives us the understanding of the outcome oftentimes he'll give us the outcome like you made it through or it didn't injure you or that bite didn't scar you and things like that it's one thing to see what the enemy is doing it's another thing to allow the enemy to to mesmerize you with his acts to a point of fear and trauma so when we do get dreams and visions this is where the discernment comes in we want god to give interpretation and direction of those things we don't want we don't want to be traumatized or in fear of what the enemy wants to do i i've had a lot of people bring dreams and visions to me about an attack and you know they were looking for strategy they didn't want to agree with the enemy but they were thankful that god let them know what was going to happen so we look into the spirit and we see what god has planned and this is a focus this is where we need to stay focused rooted and grounded in god's plan for us not uh, being tossed to and fro by what the enemy wants to do so let's put it another way some seers do see the devil uh, demonic um, giants aliens i mean they see all kinds of things but god is in there somewhere god's blessing is in there somewhere god's angels his strategy his provision we want to press past this demonic and see clearly into god's plan and so we don't want to get stuck in that place of darkness and we don't want to get stuck in that place where the enemy would try to rattle us again we need to ask god to show us the other side of this we want to see his glory right through that and understand that sometimes seeing these things god is showing you what the enemy is doing so that you can have that strategy we have to understand that some seers will see these things and they'll be so vivid sometimes even overwhelming but we have to stand together on our faith and our hope in christ jesus that he will provide so we may see a glimpse but that doesn't mean that god wants us to stand there and stare right he wants us to get the information that he's allowing us to see so that we can move forward and not be thrown off course don't let the enemy cause you to stumble don't let the enemy to bring fear into your heart don't let the enemy have you frozen and paralyzed in fear so we pray these things through we stay in a company of pro- prophetic um, people with seer anointings we stay in a community of those that are operating in these 
gifts so that we can stand together and help one another. Some seers have been polluted by what the enemy has showed them in their dreams. And even though you don't choose to see these things, but the enemy entices a person's mind to set themselves there and not move forward. God wants to heal the eyes. He wants to heal our eyes that we would see his glory right through that. It helps to have, like I said, partners and a group of people that you can learn and grow with when it comes to this so that if the enemy tries to cause any type of terror or trauma to the eyes, that a friend that you can trust quickly helps you recover in the Word of God written and spoken. The Lord is showing us that many seers have stopped expressing their gift because it's not appreciated or misunderstood or they were persecuted. The Lord wants to heal our hearts. He wants to heal the wounded eyes. God is removing the spiritual eye infections from the seers. So this is what Jennifer LeClaire is saying. She's prophesying. And this is what she's saying. God is removing the spiritual eye infections from the seers who will submit their eyes to him fully in the season. He's healing the blurred vision. He's healing the tunnel vision. He's healing the eye strain. He's healing the vision loss. I see him now putting his hands on the eyes of the body of Christ around the world and the seeing people, those with this anointing, dare to look up again as he restores your eyesight so that you can clearly see again. Mark 8.25, she's referring to that. Some seers have spiritual cataracts and need a great physician to do surgery. Naturally speaking, a cataract is a clouding of the normal eye lens of your eye, according to the Mayo Clinic. For people who have cataracts, seeing through cloud, a cloudy lens is a bit like looking through a frosty or fogged window, Mayo Clinic explains. Clouded vision causes cataracts and can make it more difficult to read, to drive a car, especially at night, or even see the expression of a friend's face. These spiritual cataracts cause you to see in part, but God wants you to see in full. You can't quite make out the entire picture when you have a spiritual cataract. Some seers have spiritual glaucoma. When we look at that speaking naturally, glaucoma is a group of eye conditions that damages the optic nerve the health of which is vital for good vision. This damage is often caused by an abnormally high pressure on the eyes. Seers and anointed people to see who feel this pressure can, can wind up blinded by their own ambition. So we want to stand up and pray for the healing of our eyes and for the healing of the eyes of the body of Christ. This is not a time of defeat from the devil. This is a time to stand. It is a time for the eye to be cleared and healed and refreshed and revived. God wants to create new vision, clear vision for our family, our life, our ministries, our land, our, our nation, the church. And where are we positioned in this? Are we in a place of captivity? 
Are we in a place of losing liberties? Are we in a realm of greater freedom? Are we standing up for spiritual liberty? So we need to ask ourselves these questions. God wants to refresh and and clear us so that we can see even greater. He wants the eyes of the world to see him. He wants the eyes of the church to see his glory. We will see beyond these dark structures and attempt to, to try to attempt to put fear into your life, these snares and pits. God wants us to move forward in faith and to discern what God is saying for this hour. He wants our view of battles and the war that we're wrestling with spiritually to be seen through God's heavenly perspective. You know, when we read in Ephesians 2, it talks about that God wants us to be seated in heavenly places. It's not uh, some type of seniority or that we're better than people. This is about perspective, church. This is about being seated with the Lord so that we can see things more clearly and we can get intel from Him. So God is attempting to take this discouragement away, to stop it from advancing in our eyes so that we can see the foes, we can see the enemy's whereabouts, and that we will not be overwhelmed, but that we'll be in a place where we're aligned in God's position of authority. We have to remember, all things are put under the feet of Christ Jesus of Nazareth. And if we're seated in heavenly places with him, we have to learn our authority. And that authority is over the eye gates that we can be healed see greater. The Lord's plan is to change the governments of the world, to set up his own. This is a place of victory, but we know the enemy opposes that. So we have to pray for the healing of the spiritual eyes for ourselves, for the church, and for the world, for those that that are not yet saved. Lord, in the name of Jesus, help the Father, Bring the fullness of the expression of your light and your revelation and your clarity and your wisdom to the seer, to the eyes of the body of Christ, to each one of your lively stones that make up your house. Lord, that we would see clearly, bring balance in our eyes that we would have 20-20 vision that we would have a seer anointing apportioned to your riches and glory. Heal our eyes, Lord, so that the enemy will no longer terrorize us or have us in fear, but that the enemy would be afraid because he's been defeated. Heal the hearts of those, Lord, that have been persecuted, who have been called weird or funny or strange. Lord, Heal the hearts and the eyes of those in the name of Jesus that you would raise us up in positions and posts on the wall as watchmen, as prayer warriors, as intercessors, as healing uh, and deliverance ministers. Lord, set us on the wall. Help us to see as a watchman because we want to be where we're supposed to be as a gatekeeper in this very hour. Lord, help the seers stand and withstand the enemy and the onslaught that comes to the mind and to the eyes and the ears of the body of Christ. Lord, we're looking for dreams and visions 
from you, Lord. Lord, we're looking for that river of life to flow down into our eyes and that light to flow down into our eyes. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus upon the eyes of the body of Christ, Lord, that we want to walk and talk with you again like Adam and Eve did, Lord, without hindrance of the enemy's deceit, lies, and manipulation. Lord, we want to eat the fruit from the tree of life. Lord, we want to walk worthy of what you've called us to, Lord. And we want to give you all the praise, honor, and glory for that. It's time that the devil be defeated and that the eyes of the body of Christ be restored. God, we thank you. We honor you. We praise you. We glorify you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. about healing of the eyes today and um, what a seer is and how that impacts our walk and how God wants to use us. We talked about even the enemy in the midst trying to mess with that gift that God wants to, to have us operating in. So In further episodes, we're going to be talking about everyone can see in the spirit and how God wants to develop that. We're also going to be talking about ways that um, our eyes are damaged. And, of course, you know, we need to take and, and look into... You know, understanding what these dimensions are of this prophetic anointing that God wants to place on our eyes. Now, this is just a few things that we're going to be talking about in future episodes. So I just want to thank you for coming. And until next time, blessings and shalom. Shalom.